0: A lot of what Treasury does is misunderstood. I don't think that folks really have a deep understanding of how fulfilling and and how helpful the Treasury function is.
1: Welcome to Actualizing Success. In this podcast series, our in-house advisors discuss today's finance and technology topics with an emphasis on solutions that embrace tomorrow. Hi, I am Carrie Weckelo, the COO of Actualized Consulting, and today I am joined by Director Irv Goldfinger and Senior Manager John Krueger. Today, we are talking about one of the key areas to focus on with your teams, and that is of talent retention. The AFP 2022 AFP Strategic Role of Treasury Survey stated that 56% of their organizations are trying to curb staff attrition. We are seeing turnover at all levels within treasury teams, from senior management to the analyst level, and experienced treasury professionals are always in demand. Today, we will talk about why people are leaving, how to build treasury talent, and what you can do to keep your teams together. Welcome, Irv and John. Thank you, Gary. So Irv, you've had a lot of experience with a variety of teams over the years. Why do you think people are looking for new opportunities?
2: Uh, I'd like to start with the human element. I think treasury is a very high-pressure job. The roles are high-pressure. The demands, it demands long hours. Some of the work is repetitive, manual. At the same time, the compensation is not in line with the importance of the role for the organization. There is also a lack of career progression. uh, And I think those contribute as they would in any department to people looking for better opportunities. At the same time, the treasury departments are historically uh, very limited in size. And what happens is that there's always that key person that everybody depends on that has the key role. Uh, And of course, if that person leaves, you you have this void that can't always be filled easily. Um, I also think that the formation of these treasury departments, if you look at some of the organizations, they're almost an offshoot of the accounting department, which is an interesting anomaly, but honestly, the treasury role is quite distinct from the accounting role and should stand on its own merit. Most importantly, and probably, I think probably the biggest contributor to people to the turnover that you see to people looking for other opportunities is the fact that the Treasury Department is undervalued. I believe that the Treasury Department is misunderstood many times. If you ask certain people in an organization, what is your pre- Treasury Department, what is the Treasury function, you get some really interesting responses, not always accurate. So I think there's a lack of understanding of what the the added value of the Treasury Department and appreciation for what they do. There also is a lack of empowerment. I think the Treasury folks can do a lot more given the opportunity. Uh they shouldn't be buttonholed into certain roles and not allowed to participate in strategic initiatives, for example. There's a tremendous amount of work that is piled onto the Treasury staff. You have your new projects, they must keep up with regulatory requirements and industry requirements. There is just a lot of work for a small team that perhaps is undercompensated and undervalued. Well said Irv, thank you.
1: Now with all this turnover, John, from your experience, what are you what are the impacts when people are leaving the Treasury teams?
0: Yeah, I think, Irv, you made a good point about folks having all the knowledge or or they're doing almost too much or doing all the tasks. And then that person decides to leave. And now everybody needs to figure out what to do. Right. So I think, you know, in, in a previous experience, when I worked in treasury, I didn't realize it at the time, but I actually think looking back on it, that we had a pretty good approach that we had, you know, multiple people in in our unit that all sort of did different things, right? We had cash managers, we had folks worrying about investing short-term funds. We had folks who were admins worrying about the TMS system. Uh, And again, I didn't really (laughs) realize it at the time, but I mean, we we all kind of backed each other up too. And I think we had a pretty well-oiled machine. Uh, Unfortunately, not everybody has that, right? So I think when folks do leave or, or when there is turnover, uh, that puts a strain uh, the most on daily and maybe even monthly activities, right? So the, so the core things that you do in treasury, such as cash positioning, uh, maintaining your banking relationships, reconciliation of bank accounts, payments, uh, reporting, you know, things that are sort of the the bread and butter of treasury become now a higher burden on folks because they're either not cross-trained or, you know, they they just need to now do another job on top of the one that they're currently doing. And I think it just puts it, uh, and it, it impacts the whole department to, to some extent. And again, if teams are too small and they can't handle that, and people aren't properly trained or trained to back each other up, I mean, even if you think about people going out on vacation, right? I mean, sometimes we do things, and you know, somebody's out on vacation, and things have to wait two weeks, you know, and and that's not really the way that the the way that you really should think about doing things. I mean, you should have people being able to step in for one another. Uh, and yeah, I think it impacts everybody. It impacts all systems. And uh, I think if there if there isn't enough training going on or folks realizing that it needs to happen uh, and if people aren't happy, uh, you know, then you might run into this turnover uh, more than you'd like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, the one thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit is, you know, because there isn't a ton of Treasury talent out in the market. I mean, what we've seen is that universities don't even offer the Treasury focused degrees. So we've been engaging in co-op and internship programs so we can find people to train while they're in college to join us afterwards. So that's a way um, for those listening that really engage in those programs. The one thing that I always make sure that I'm really clear with those co-op or interns is that are you interested in joining our firm? after you graduate, right? Because you don't want to spend all that time and energy if they're not even interested in your firm because it takes a lot of time and energy, right? Another way to find that top talent is having a referral program. And, you know, we see this all the time where we get business because people will move from job to, you know, to company to company and then they'll utilize, actualize. Well, we have that same program with our our team. If they have referrals, we actually give a monetary award for bringing people that they've worked with. And we always put priority on that as well, because if they're tried and tested within another firm, I think that's important. I'd say this year, the majority of our hires have been uh, referrals for sure. And another way is just keeping in touch, especially as people, since there is high turnover, people are moving from company to company, keeping in touch with your colleagues um, from, you know, potential, For potential opportunities, and then also always continue to network and attend industry events. We're now getting back to having live events, so really taking that time to always stay connected is really important.
0: Yeah, and Kerry, just to add, I think on that, I think Irv again brought up a good point earlier. Another good point, which is, I think a lot of what Treasury does is misunderstood. I don't think that folks really have a deep understanding of how fulfilling and and how helpful. The treasury function is, I think most just think, well, Hey, you make payments, you reconcile accounts. It's sort of the, the has to, it has to happen type processes, but, um, treasury is expanding. Treasury is growing. I think I've seen more opportunities for us to, to branch out into other areas of departments, like, you know, just overall corporate finance or accounting, or, um, just the, the whole picture of account uh, of finance treasury is, is playing a, a much more deeper role in that. And I think maybe some of the technology and I think some of the things we're going to get into here in a little bit with some of the discussion has helped to kind of bring treasury along. But um, yeah, I certainly don't remember any treasury classes I took in college. It was mostly accounting. So I think, yeah, if we right. have those opportunities to kind of uh, train people up on on what it could be to and how treasury could be a fulfilling career, that's great. I mean, I think that's one way to do it is to try to put a, a good wrapper around it. Not that it's something that, hey, it has to happen. And it's one of these uh, positions that has to be filled, right? It's it's more like it can be a fulfilling career.
1: And it's necessary for any yeah. company, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, you know, that's one of the things too, um, you know, to keep teams together. And Irv, I, I want to get your, your input on that, but, you know, really advocating for the value of the Treasury Department is so yeah. important. Irv, what else do you think we can do to keep teams together?
2: Well, be- before I, I hit on a few points, I think I just want to, John has covered it, but I just want to make make a point that Treasury does so many important things in an organization, whether it be working with the business to identify exposures, uh, providing market information and pricing advice, uh, cash management, dealing uh, with deals, money markets, FX, and so on. It is absolutely critical to the lifeblood of any organization, and indeed, treasury is whether you're on wall street the banks have a treasury department in the corporate sector there's a treasury department i mean it has really become much more visible much more important and i think we really need to every organization needs to advocate for that value that the treasury department the added value and one of the things i i would that we used to do on wall street is that the Treasury Department would publish an annual report that summarized the cost savings and the income generation that the Treasury Department was responsible for. And I think that began giving the rest of the bank an appreciation for what the Treasury Department did because so many of us just see the Treasury Department as, you know, funding invoices or doing something that's not critical to the organization, but it is actually. Um, I also think that the Treasury should be given opportunities in all kinds of strategic initiatives. So recently, we've worked with clients that the organization had a spinoff. They were splitting the organization into two. Those are opportunities for the Treasury Department to shine, to be at the leading edge of those strategic initiatives so that everybody sees the value that they can add to something like this. And I think it's important to let them lead rather than perhaps creating a new department that leads these strategic initiatives, let the Treasury Department be really at the forefront of these initiatives. I also think it's important to cross train Um, I think within the Treasury, it is so important that people actually try to do their colleagues' work for a few days a month, perhaps. Um, First of all, that makes their jobs more interesting because they are putting aside for a few days their own day-to-day business as usual work, and they're picking up somebody else's. It's a learning experience. It's a knowledge transfer opportunity. And at the same time, uh, it allows if someone leaves, you're not stuck with that one person that, oh, that he or she is leaving the organization. And now you have to uh, figure out how to fill the void from outside or from inside the organization. So cross training, I think is a really key to the treasury success. And then there are simple things you can do, like making sure that there's a library of documents that everybody can share and take part of so that it's easier for you to get knowledge transfer and to also have the opportunity to learn even within the treasury role that you've been assigned. Somehow you have to make sure that what each person is assigned, there is a growth opportunity. I mentioned it earlier, a career opportunity. That doesn't mean that everybody from Treasury goes to the front office, to the trading floor, for example, in a bank, which is what many of the Treasury folks wanted to do, but it gives them tremendous growth opportunity and visibility in the organization at the senior levels, at the board of director level, and that makes people stay where they are.
1: Those are all excellent points. John, do you have anything to add?
0: Yeah, so I think additionally to um what Irv was mentioning there, I think things that we deal with every day from an actual perspective, which is just the technology, right? I mean, I think you know a lot of the the tasks in uh, treasury are maybe considered to also be just mundane or you know, minutiae that folks are getting through because it's just is what it is. And this is the position, but really technology is out there now in, in different treasury management workstations and, you know, wh- where you can build automated processes or use a platform to eliminate a lot of these tasks that could be done by, you know, AI or, or machine learning or just a machine in general, TMS system, for instance, rather than having somebody you know, it's clicking away at a desk, you know, all day to let's say reconcile something that you'd rather have them them motivated to get out of the weeds and into more of well, now that I've done this and now that this system maybe has done this analysis for me, you know, how can I now analyze this data and use my critical thinking to um, you know share ideas on where we're going, you know, whether it be forecasting or whether it be um, how we how we process payments through our workflow. Um, just different things that instead of you being bogged down in the weeds, it's more bringing yourself above that and saying, you know, let me analyze the data and put my thoughts, you know, to use. And I think also, you know, for the folks that that do get caught up in in some of this treasury work, uh, you want to make sure that they're they're happy, right, and that they're getting the support that they need, and that they have a, a line of communication uh, to folks if they need to have somebody back them up or if they are you know, need somebody to ask questions to. I mean, the documentation that Err was talking to before, you know, having that kind of refreshed and updated, I know that's a big thing for us at Actualize. We try to keep, you know, our learning environment enriched and, and kind of always refreshed so that folks that are coming on board or learning new things always have that support system. It's very important to have that. And then also just making sure that, you know, the goals of your uh, analysts or your managers or whoever it is that's in your group or department, uh, that, that they're aligned with what, The overall firm is trying to do uh, from a goals perspective, right? So, I mean, we talked about maybe even advancement and, you know, giving folks the opportunity to do the things that they would like to do because they're they're maybe really good at, you know, this critical thinking or this analysis, but they're stuck, you know, processing payments all day, right? I mean, you want to make sure that they're, what they want to do is aligned with um overall what where the treasury department and the firm as a whole is going and, and empower the the users to to speak up and and you know ask questions and question things right I mean how many times have we seen somebody sit at a desk and say well why do you do this? They say well because this is what I was told to do. Right. I mean we hear that all the <laughs> time. Rather than them questioning why am I doing this all day, right? I mean, is there a better way to do this? And that's a lot of what we do, right? We help for folks with that. And, you know, help firms in general try to get to better workflows and processes. But, you know, from a treasury perspective, just making sure that your folks are allowed to speak up and not just being told what to do. Uh, that way you, you never know. I mean, that, that could introduce, you know, uh, so many different improvements and enhancements. Uh, and and also just to kind of wrap up with technology. I mean, I think a lot of people fear technology as a way that it's going to replace what they do. I think to, to put a better... You know, to, to kind of make that seem a bit more positive would be to say, hey, we're not trying to replace you. We're just trying to replace the, the 80 hours a week. Let's say that you're working on, you know, plowing through spreadsheets and row by row data and allowing you to now just use your um, awareness of Treasury and, and, and your thoughts of critical thinking and whatnot, analysis and reporting and all that to just make decisions rather than you doing this sort of task that can be handled by an automated process, right? So a hybrid approach to like weaving in the technology, but also making it where you're not completely trying to do everything 100% through the use of technology, but you're really using that as a good you know, vehicle to get you to where you want
2: to be. John, if I, if I could just uh, put a footnote on your comments on technology, it, it's also important, that the treasury departments pick the right technology Yep. because nothing frustrates our treasury folks more than having picked the wrong technology and all of a sudden their daily activities uh, are worse than when they were doing it manually. Okay. Yep. And this is something obviously that our firm does uh, in our evaluation of software in making sure that what, our clients choose is fit for purpose, but it's very important. Uh, I know that many of our uh, treasury clients, you know, they'll tell you that you know not always did the technology help their day to day existence and uh, what they need to accomplish. So it's very important that they pick the right TMS, that they pick the right order auto- automation, so that the, the their folks really. Get the value out
0: of it that they should. Yeah, I, I think there's nothing worse than hearing that we've got a lot of systems. We've got ten systems, and we we bought That's this not. one to consolidate everything, but now we have eleven systems, right? Because we weren't able to consolidate everything. So, okay. and you, they just keep kind of bolting things on. So, yeah, it's it's a very very good point that you want to make sure you have the right people in the room to make the right decisions. Pick the right technology that works best for your. Use case and not just look at it as, hey, this is the new shiny toy on the shelf. I want to get this because everybody else is using it. Well, maybe that might not work best for you, right? So, yeah, ma- making those wise decisions based on business use is very important.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think also, you know, with all of this, really committing, committing to a strong culture is important as well because attracting and retaining treasury talent is not a once and done. Action, but it has to be kind of sustained throughout the whole corporation. I think what we do right at Actualize is surveying our people so we get ideas. I mean, and you know, even when we're doing like our advisory work, getting input from people from that have been in different treasury positions has been really key in how we're even supporting our clients. So imagine what you can get out of your people with ideas. Maybe they have ideas on innovation or they see a process that is, you know, they can streamline or use automation, APIs, AI, something like that, right? So really taking that time and you can do short surveys and you can do them throughout the year. It doesn't have to be this big, big thing, even within your local, your smaller teams.
0: Yeah. And I mean, think of the open line of communication is what, Breaks down that that wall that I think some folks feel either as maybe they're just starting as an analyst or they're just starting as you know a manager and they just came to the firm and you know they may not be so open to say hey I don't necessarily feel comfortable expressing that I don't like the way this is being done like I want to make sure that I'm you know part of this team right but I I think it, it that that's what you should really encourage people to do right is come in from the outside there's no better look than somebody who's just walking in effectively off the street and saying, Hey, why are you guys doing it like this? Right. Um, And not taking that necessarily personally, but taking it as, Hey, this is why I brought this person in right for their knowledge, for their, you know, ability to to analyze something and pick something out and and perhaps make things a little bit better. So um, obviously that comes with a larger team. It comes with, you know, different perspectives, the ability to kind of, you know, take that feedback and in in a positive way and, and not let it sort of impact the overall. You know, feel of the team. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, Carrie. to your point, a great way to do that is maybe not making it so that it's so out there, but um, through the use of those surveys, right, and just make it more uh, anonymous, but also that it's coming, you know, it's coming from your group, right, so that you know, you know, it it is something that folks want to see change or update. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, you know, another way, too, is, you know, Actualize can help because having that outside view to really assess and evaluate what's going on with your, your operations, with your processes, your systems, even your culture, um, we can come in and look at that as well.
2: Yeah, I think that that there is value to having an outsider take a look at your the way your department is set up. Uh, organizationally, process-wise, and giving some key recommendations for improvements. Because I think if you're more efficient, if you're doing things the right way, you're going to see that people will want to stay. It's all about making people want to stay. Uh, You can't lock the door on them, but you can make it attractive for them to stay.
0: Absolutely. Well,
1: thanks, Irv and John. Um, This has been great. Your insights are super helpful.
2: Yes. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, John. Thanks for joining
1: us for today's episode of Actualizing Success. Make sure to visit us online at www.actualizeconsulting.com, where you can explore our service offerings. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or your preferred platform. If you've enjoyed what we talked about today, please consider leaving a review and following us on LinkedIn. If you have any questions or would like to share your opinions with us please send us a note at podcast at consulting.com. we look forward to hearing from you